a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. You will note that there is a lot of talk about wellness in the media and in the magazines that you might be picking up wherever you read magazines. No doubt some of the issues to do with wellness these days can be controversial. But as a Christian, it's one of the aspirations that we have to feel well and to have things going well together. So when you're in need of some help, you might look for a wellness center with an ethos that aligns with your Christian values. Well, let's get some thoughts about wellness today with the founding CEO of a wellness center called The Banyans. Ruth Limpkin is joining us. Hello, Ruth. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Well, Ruth, when we talk about the Banyans, give us a a little bit of a context, because when we talk about rehab and Mm -hmm. about getting better, uh, if you're facing all sorts of challenges, and it might be addictions or it could be breakdowns or anxiety, those sorts of things, where does the Banyans fit into how wellness and how rehabilitation might work? Look, one of the things that's been really exciting over the journey the past 12 to 18 months as we sat down and worked out what kind of centre we wanted to create was that we've actually really created something that's quite special within Australia, probably within the Southern Hemisphere, in terms of having a very integrated but excellent medically informed program for people who, whether it's anxiety or depression or too much alcohol or prescription drug dependency, whatever the concern is, um, often also relationship, relationship issues, that they can come to a place that is a place of respite, it's a place of healing, it's a place where they can come and really renew their perspective on life, get excellent help and leave again with continuing support to go back and increase not just their personal relationships but their professional performance as well because we're so integrated. If we're not doing well in one area of life, it affects every other area of life. Well, it impresses me, Ruth, because the image going through my mind is, you know, what you'll see on the television when there's a celebrity or a sports mm. star and, and they've had some sort of moral incident or addiction mm. that they're dealing with and next thing you're seeing them on a plane and they're on the way to this sort of uh, place that we're only imagining what it's like, but it's going to be a luxury rehab retreat somewhere on a tropical island or uh, or internationally. It would be very refreshing to know that there is a, and I'm I'm just cautious, but saying an upmarket, private yeah. place where people can seek wellness, uh, where yeah. there is a level of discretion and it has a Christian ethos. Is that the way you describe what you do? Yeah, I think that's a great description, Neil. You know, there's a lot of places which are overseas and they often operate on a real Eastern religion focus. And so we've certainly had people contact us. They're not comfortable going to a facility that really, um, I guess, pushes or imposes or operates from an Eastern religious philosophy. You know, more than 60% of Australians identify as Christians. So there's, a, in one sense, a safety and a refreshing, knowing that they can go to a place where they can feel comfortable, where if they're wanting to engage in an, a place of spiritual reflection, they can do that. And we always 
will make that available for people, but we certainly never impose it on them. And we've had fabulous feedback from people who've come and just found a place that fits them really well. It's very interesting because a lot of even Christians might not assume that uh, there could be an upmarket facility like yours uh, where you can seek help. And uh, not everybody is uh, socioeconomically at the lower levels. Uh, Some Mm -hmm. people are really quite well off, but that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean they're not going to strike some challenges and difficulties in their life. And uh, for a lot of people, I imagine uh, having somewhere where there is some discretion is one real benefit. What sort of people benefit? most from having an upmarket facility like yours? Yeah, particularly people who don't want to be a part of group therapy, either their profession makes it difficult for them to participate in a group therapy approach. Also for those who don't have generally the three to six months that a therapeutic community program needs to be able to give you the right counselling. Because we're all one-on-one private therapy with psychologists and psychiatrists and doctors than music therapists, it means that they can really focus on getting great therapeutic input in a much shorter period of time. So our guests stay between three to six weeks generally. Um, We find people from all around Australia and from overseas as well, all different professions, all different age groups. You know, one thing, mental health concern doesn't distinguish between socioeconomic groups or professions. One in three Australian women drink at levels harmful to their health, often fueled by anxiety. And so if you are someone who needs to be able to exercise discretion in terms of your therapeutic conversations, there's not a lot of options around for people. So what sort of uh, typical things might people be calling you about and saying, well, I, I need to come and be a part of your program there? Is it, is it typically, as you mentioned, you know, alcohol addictions or drug addictions, uh, yeah. all sorts of other things that can afflict us along the way of our life? Uh, what sort of mm-hmm. things are the most popular things that people might say, I, I need extra help uh, and I need to be able to get it now and I need something that's mm-hmm. a, a one-on-one program? What sort of things that's are people right. calling about? Look, I would suggest that underlying the visit probably of every guest that we've had has been anxiety or depression. And that then sometimes manifests in coping behaviours like drinking too much or prescription painkiller dependency has been rocketing in our nation in the last 10 years. It's, It's remarkable actually, but hidden. And it's the same with alcohol dependency. As I said, one in three Australian women drinking at levels harmful to their health, but yet it's the one health condition that women don't feel comfortable talking about because there's still, sadly, so much shame and stigma around identifying that we need support with these areas. So, you know, I've taken calls of professional women, um, you know, statistically people working in the legal area or finance, Women in their 30s and 40s are drinking at at dangerous levels, but they're really functioning. So you'd never know if you were working with them day to day that they would then go home and drink, you know, a couple of bottles of wine at night to try and manage the stress and anxiety that they're under. 
Ruth, when we think of wellness, we're thinking of physical health and, uh, you know, what's been very popular to talk about, and it's good that it's got such good profile, is the idea of mental health. But you include this dimension all about spiritual health, and uh, you bring that spiritual health dimension from your Christian ethos. Uh, how, How do people respond when you start to, you know, use a biblical foundation, use a Christian a tradition foundation and bring that to bear on their own life situation? People respond really well because we've got very skilled staff who know how to facilitate safe conversations about that. So if people don't want to have opportunities for spiritual reflection, then certainly that's respected. But as I said, we've had people contact us and come to us specifically because they felt comfortable that we were operating from that ethos. I do talk to people and it says on our website, it's, you know, we draw from the best of the Christian tradition of welcome, hospitality and respect for the intrinsic value and free will of each person. You know, we're all aware of the worst of the Christian tradition as well. And so we want people to feel comfortable that nothing will be imposed on them, that it really is an invitational aspect to talk about spirituality and a sense of purpose and a sense of cohesive values. And, you know, we've had people ask for Bibles. We've had people ask that someone would pray with them. We've also had people who are either from a much more traditional background and didn't really want to engage with that. But it's amazing. Everyone wants to talk about purpose. Everyone wants to talk about why they were put on the planet. And, you know, sooner or later, as people are unpacking the pain that has led them to a place of need, you know, there is a great healer and we can either... Uh, provide some assistance and some healing out of the principles or from the person himself of Jesus. Well, we're talking with Ruth Limken. Ruth is the founding CEO of what is called the Banyans. Now, the Banyans, halfway between Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, and more of a secret location, but a luxury location, uh, which gives people an opportunity to have a one-on-one, more upmarket uh, rehabilitation experience. Uh, Ruth, stay with us. We'll continue our conversation in just a short while. We're taking a little time to talk about wellness. A lot being talked about wellness in the media and as we discussed just a short while ago, sometimes when you talk about wellness there can be an alignment with some sort of Eastern mystical type of rehabilitation process. So you might be heartened to know that there are some upmarket rehabilitation centres in Australia that deal from a Christian ethos. We're talking about one of those today called the Banyans. Ruth Limpkin is our guest. She's the founding CEO at the Banyans and it's in southeast Queensland. Ruth, as I reflect on the website, when I checked out the website, you've got a picture of a very luxurious looking swimming pool there. Mm. Uh, It does sort of it does uh, look as though it is a very comfortable location. What sort of environment are you trying to create for the people who actually come and take part in your program? It certainly is a very comfortable location. I'm I'm very happy that it's, it's very peaceful and really the kind of environment that we're trying to create and I think doing very well at is an environment of peace. It's an environment of healing. It's an environment of support. And also it's an environment without shame. So people can put their hand up and say, this is what's going on in my life and I need help. 
and they can know that they will come into a judgment-free zone where we're there to actually help them realise who they really are and walk through the pain that's been causing the, the angst. And interesting to draw the attention to the idea that the people who are going to be a part of your private wellness retreat are probably not the people who have found their way to their wits end. They're homeless. They have nothing left. Correct. But that, that obviously can be an end to what can happen if you don't arrest those things on the way there. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, uh, I imagine that uh, alcoholism, or dependence mm-hmm. on prescription drugs. This can be something mm-hmm. that uh, is happening behind closed doors in wealthy yeah. suburbs. Uh, and yeah. so it's easy to get addicted to prescription mm-hmm. drugs or to find yourself mm-hmm. uh, in some ways reliant on alcohol. Yeah, it's actually quite amazing in terms of the rise of prescription painkiller dependency in our nation in the last 10 years. And it often starts after there's been surgery or a car accident or a sporting injury or dental work even and people will get prescription painkillers but then that helps alleviate their anxiety in some way and different um, DNA profiles of people have different uh, chances of actually becoming addicted to codeine and, and other pain relief medication. So I mean when we think about someone who dies of accidental drug overdose often the stereotype in our mind is a sort of 19-year-old IV heroin user in the valley somewhere, you know, in the back streets of the city area. But, in fact, the Australian most likely to die of accidental drug overdose now is a middle-aged male using prescription painkillers. And the rate of prescription death accidental overdose has risen by 61% in the past 10 years. It's this silent epidemic that happens and affects people of all professions, of all socioeconomic levels, And it's not that these are bad people. These are people who are medicating pain and it's got out of control. And is it fair enough to say, and cautiously saying this, but not everybody is comfortable to roll up to the Salvation Army Rehab Centre. Uh, there are some who are going to say, I need something where there are going to be people who will be, uh, keep my confidences, be discreet, and I'm looking for somewhere I've got money, I can pay for it. And so this is the sort of service that you're providing. That's correct. And one of the things that is really encouraging for us to be able to talk to people who are thinking about a stay is because we measure and test things at a regular level, we can show them, you know, we can demonstrate the results that people get so you know not everyone can take three to six months out of their life or out of their job but people can often say look I can get away for four to six weeks have a really intensive one-on-one therapeutic program and then go back into my professional role or back into my family life with ongoing support because aftercare support is very important to us in terms of our frameworks and our programs and our philosophy so we actually journey with people for you know six to nine months in terms of sticking with them and talking them through things that happen. And I am just, I'm so inspired by our guests. It takes a lot of courage sometimes to confront pain in your life. But when you can do it in an environment with excellent professionals, you know, master's degree qualified practitioners who are meeting with you daily and addressing all aspects of your life, uh, it's transformational. I see it. I see it transforming people's lives. And so it's very fulfilling to be a part of. 
I'm sure it's one of those thoughts that goes through your mind. What is happening during that month-long stay? What's happening when there's treatment? And you're talking about these one-on-one sessions. Mm. Is it a sense in which you are actually working with people who are coming to you for help to be able to monitor their own lives, whether it be physical health, mental health, spiritual health, where you're helping people to get on their feet so that they can uh, handle things themselves? Yeah, it's actually quite a busy program. Um, You know, I think that's one of the things that people appreciate when they come there. So they'll have a psychologist who meets with them daily. We've got a psychiatrist who meets with them as needed, as well as doing equine-assisted therapy, so using horses as a part of the therapeutic process. That's incredible. We've also got a nutritionist, and she'll do a lot of baseline testing so we can see what's happening at a biochemical level in people. And then she works with the chef to design a menu that addresses nutritional deficiencies or food or intolerances. You've got your personal trainer who meets with you and designs a program for you and works that through with you several times a week. There's massage that happens. We've got music therapists who meet with you, art therapists, so as I said, it's quite a busy program, uh, but people appreciate that because people are there to get well. Uh, so there's recreational activities as well on the weekend, and again, they're tailored for each individual because we don't have a cookie-cutter approach. It really is this integrated team working together, and we've got incredible doctors that come to you weekly and continue to review. So it really is addressing all parts of you as a person and helping you get well. And so all those parts feed into each other as well. You're going to feel a lot more engaged in a therapy session when you just had an hour in the gym with your personal trainer and all those wonderful endorphins are flooding through your body and they motivate you. It's the same if you're eating really well. Again, that affects your emotional well-being. So you're more able to participate in the therapeutic process. So it's the kind of thing, I mean, I'd love to go to the Banyans as a guest one day because it really is the chance to have an opportunity where you are the focus and every part of your life gets refreshed and renewed and rejuvenated. You know, when you are uh, unwell physically, uh, there Mm -hmm. are some things that you can identify when you know you're feeling better. Uh, Mm -hmm. Probably the same in some issues to do with mental health. But how do you identify uh, when you've got those spiritual things in the right place? Is there a way that you can talk about uh, spiritual wellness uh, in the in the in the way that you're seeing the results of the other things that are working together and and working uh, in the way that they ought to? Yeah, so very much questions around purpose and questions around identity and worth. I remember one person who called last year and uh, his marriage was in the process of disintegrating and the company that he was running was really struggling. Um, He had been using various substances and had underlying mental health conditions that actually hadn't been diagnosed. And he said to me, "I'm, I'm just worthless. I need to do something. I'm just worthless. And I said, no, you're not, and we'll help you remember your worth. And talking with him later towards the end of his program, he said, I will never forget just even that you said that to me on the phone before I arrived. And I think there is an epidemic of, in one sense, um, spiritual poverty in our nation. We're not very good as a nation at talking about spiritual things. We're not very good at talking about where we draw our sense of identity and where we find a sense of intrinsic worth. And so being able to help people, even just 
have those conversations is incredibly valuable. And then to be able to help them discover the truth in those situations. So we have guests sometimes who want to go to church. We help them find the right kind of church that they feel comfortable going with. We have guests who come from other faiths and so they might want to go to a different kind of service. We're happy to accommodate that. But it's such a joy to be able to talk about and help someone remember that they are incredibly valuable, that they've been created for purpose and that they're deeply loved. Well, Ruth, no doubt there'll be listeners who will be jotting down the website uh, for the Banyans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, I mentioned it's in southeast Queensland, but there are some connections that you have to another uh, similar sort of ministry that's happening in Perth called Fresh Start. And uh, okay. it's a, a Christian charity, and they deal mm-hmm. with uh, issues to do with detox and uh, yeah. alcohol recovery, those sorts of things. But the yeah. Banyans website is thebanyans.com.au, Banyans, B-A-N-Y-A-N-S. And it is in southeast Queensland. It is a private uh, one-on-one therapy wellness retreat And uh, Ruth Limkin is the founding CEO of the Banyans. Ruth, uh, just great getting your insights into those things that you've got happening with the Banyans. So many people listening to our conversation will be very impressed to know that there is a facility like yours that exists. And Ruth, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thanks, Neil, for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about it. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.